This is my story. Some of the details may be fuzzy since it was so many years ago. I wish I would have written this during the war, but it was hard enough to hide anything suspicious. Much less a journal telling the treason I was committing by helping innocent people. On September 17, 1939, the Germans invaded. Well, there was news of them getting closer to war, so we never thought they would come here. We thought our armies would be able to protect us. The Germans began to bomb the city, fire and rubble flying everywhere, people screaming. People fought in the military, tried to protect us. For ten days, we fought back. On the tenth day, September 27, 1939, we were forced to surrender. The Germans began by rounding up all the Jews and putting them into a ghetto. The ghetto was a size that obviously couldn't hold as many people as it was holding. I later learned that there was 450,000 people there. I knew I needed to try to help them. I couldn't help everyone, but I could at least try to save the children. I was a social worker at the time, so I used my position to get Jewish children to safety. I convinced some of my closest friends to help me fight against this genocide. We kept records of all the children's real names and hoped we could reuni reunite the children with their families. In 1940, the ghetto was sealed off. This made it much harder for me to do what was right and help the innocent people that had become Hitler's scapegoats. Since there's no so many people in such a little area, the conditions quickly deteriorated. The ghetto became filthy and the people haggard with little food. There wasn't enough medical supplies and if one person got sick, then there, then there could easily be an epidemic. They were dying, so I made a plan to help as many as I could. Since the ghetto was sealed off, there was no way for me to get inside to help. That's what I thought until I learned of the sanitary inspectors that regularly went into the ghettos. I had begun working with the activists of the Jewish Welfare Foundation by then, and we had formed a plan. I would get a permit so I could enter the ghetto. My underground name was Jalampa. Once inside, I would establish contact with the activists and smuggle out Jews. Once they were out, out in hiding places, once they were out, hiding places would be set up for them in the city. We had infants on the tram, on trams and garbage wagons. We would we led the older children through secret passageways that were created for this in the city sewers. Fake Catholic birth certificates were made so we could transfer the children to orphanages and convents in the countryside. We drilled the children on their new names and the prayers we had taught them. We had to teach them these things. We the the Gestapo was constantly on the lookout for runaway Jews and would question everyone, even children. If they were, under, if they were unable to remember the prayer or their new name, they would be shot. They were taught how to proper, properly behave in church and how to seem like they had always been Christian. Records were kept of all the children's real names in hopes we could reunite them with their families. We called the children orphans and sent them to the House of Mary orphanage. They were also sent to calm convents nearby Warsaw and into ones near Lublin. In 1941, I became a part of the Council for Aid to Jews. The conditions in the ghetto had worsened, and more and more Jews were being sent to a death camp nearby called Treblinka. When Treblinka began to function more by the end of the year, most of the Jews in Warsaw were dead. We had to we began to convince Jewish parents to let us take their children to save them. I still have nightmares trying to remember, trying to convince parents to give up their children. Sometimes they wouldn't give us their child. The first question the, the parents always asked was, will they be safe? It hurt, but I had to be honest with them and tell them I wasn't even sure if we'd be able to get out of the ghetto alive. Her job was one of the most dangerous there was. There was nothing more dangerous than hiding a Jew. 
The Jew was a ticking time bomb. If we are found out or betrayed, the Jew and our entire the Jew, us, and our entire family would be killed. A close friend of mine, Magda Rusinek, told me when the str- when a street was blocked, she had to run through the gates of the apartment building with the ch- with a child under her arm. They just managed to get him before I was walked. They escaped by seconds. A few months before I was arrested, I was appointed director of the Gota Department for the care of Jewish children. Then... On the faithful day of October 20th, 1943, the Gestapo came to my home. Two Germans were walking around. Two Germans were walking around outside and nine were coming up the stairs. I hastily tossed the list of German children to a friend of mine who could hide in her home. I fumbled with it a moment before it fell into my friend's hand. She caught it and I felt relief flood my body. Well, I was sure to hang. At least the children had a chance to to be reunited with their families. I was put in a prison and tortured for refusing to betray my fellow activists in our work. I I was able to escape as I was being led to be executed because the resistance came through and was able to bribe a guard for my freedom. I continued my work helping Jewish children. About 200 different orphanages in Columbus helped us hide children. Thank you for listening, and I'm Emily Kensick, and today is March 9th, 2019.